Hi, I'm Kelly Claire, the Spiritual Messenger, Psychic Medium, Advisor, Teacher, and Mentor. And I am Ken, the Runewalker, also a Psychic Medium, Teacher, Mentor, and Walker of the Old Ways in Modern Times. This is Psychic Medium, the Podcast. All things Psychic Medium. Welcome to our first Psychic Medium, the Podcast podcast. Uh, so Kelly and I, uh, are sitting here together in the same room and we are both psychic mediums Mm -hmm. and we've known each other for like two Two and a half years now. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like forever though. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely that family component. Um, and we thought that, uh, well, I might've pushed her into this. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) that's okay uh i have a very uh wise friend of mine said um no mud no lotus uh oh that was you yeah you have to kind of we have to work through these stupid situations Mm -hmm. where we feel like oh i have to grow through this yep through the uncomfortable comes the change yes absolutely and um yeah this is our first one yeah i'm excited very first for me Yes. You've at least played with this before. I have, yes. Um, but you're a lot further along in your um, path, or, or, yeah, maybe, that's a good way to put it, than me. So, um, to give people a little bit of a background, um, first, let's define psychic medium. Okay. So, a psychic, so there's a psychic, psychic medium, difference, Okay. A psychic is a person who can see the future events or can see passings, things going on around you. A medium is a person that communicates with the dead. So, all psychics are not mediums, but all mediums are psychics. Just like all ravens are crows, but not all crows are ravens. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So, cool. Um, We're going to be talking throughout this podcast about different titles mm-hmm. um because i actually had someone ask me the other day if i was a trance medium and i don't really like boxes so yeah it, i feel like it kind of keeps me contained into one thing same i have a hard time with the labels because i do such a wide vast variety of my work is unique yeah absolutely and i feel like if i were to put myself in that box any box Mm-hmm. Then I start. I'm I'm not paying attention to things that maybe could be happening. Agreed. So, Agreed. Um, we'll get into trans mediums maybe at a different in a different podcast. But my first question, dun dun dun, for Kelly Claire the spiritual messenger is, uh, what was your first psychic experience? So this is probably two parts for me. Um, I can remember as early as probably three or four years old. Um, waking up in the night with my grandfather sitting on the foot of my bed. Um, he died years before I was even born. And just sat there. Every night I'd wake up, see him there, I'd just go back to sleep. Or he was standing in the doorway. Didn't really think anything of it, I guess. It never, it never frightened me. I was never afraid of it. But then, he was pretty much the only one I would see quite often. But then when I was five, I actually had a near-death experience um, with a drowning and I remember when I came out of that when I came out of that water and came to, I was able to see the dead 
all of them very clearly. So ever since then, I've been very in tune and open. That seems that seems to be a sometimes. No, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I do hear that a lot. That mm-hmm. a lot of psychic mediums, or a lot of people who can interact with the other world, um, have done it because they've had an NDE or a near death mm-hmm. experience. Absolutely, absolutely. There's many ways to open an ability, but it is by far a pretty common one. That's right, because we have talked about kind of the concept that um, sometimes very traumatic experiences that are not near-death experiences can force open your abilities. We have a friend Mm -hmm. who that uh, happened. Mm -hmm. That's how his kind of came about. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So that was then. Mm -hmm. Now, you didn't start doing readings at six. No. But what uh, what happened, I guess maybe timeline of experiences from then till when you started maybe doing readings so kind of different so I, I knew I was different I knew I had something and I would start to express you know what I was seeing and feeling as a child and going into my teenagers well it wasn't approved of in my household put it lightly um my mother feared it you know I'm not I'm still I'm in my 40s I'm not allowed to talk to her about her because she's frightened by it so this was kind of um treated as something negative until my whole life. So I thought, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to keep it quiet. Um, going into my 20s, having kids of my own, it started to get stronger and stronger to where I couldn't ignore it. Started having health problems because I was suppressing it and just started really kind of ripping my life apart, if you want to put it nicely. And when I was about, oh God, time, I don't know how old it was. It was in my 20s. So my grandma came to me and she's like, okay, have you had enough? It's time for you to accept your path and, and do this work you were set to do. And I kind of had to go, oh, shit, this is serious. Now, your grandmother was dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. She passed when I was 18. So it wasn't like she gave you a phone no, call and she no. was like, or a text. She's like, uh, hey, Kelly, hey, guess oh, what? Oh, your shit? No. No. Nope. She kind of smacked me upside the forehead and said, let's let's talk about this. Let's. You need to, to acknowledge who you are. And so from that day forward, I've been... I knew what I had to do in that moment. In that moment, I knew exactly what I had to do and stepped aside, um, started really focusing on learning how to control it. Learning how to understand it was the biggest thing. It's really hard to, um, to take something you've been told is wrong your whole life and then go, oh, it's a beautiful gift, wrap it in a pretty pink bow and own your shit. That's not easy to do. No. So then it became this challenge of me learning how to accept who I was, accept my path understand it but the hardest part was to understand balance with it how not to let it control my life how to have still be a mom and a wife and and maintain normalcy and also be this highly intuitive spiritual person that had these you know as I used to call them in my you know late teens early 20s my party tricks and be able to function normally (laughs) so that's funny that you call them party tricks oh that's what it was have a few drinks and oh, watch what she can do, and then it was fun and games. Yeah, but people fear what they don't understand. Yeah, I think that's the that's really um, probably the clearest way to put it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes alcohol loosens that up <laughs> in people. What? But, but I will say, you don't love for people to have a 
a, a lot. No, I'm okay with a few drinks. Can, and even like, myself, relax. I don't. Yeah, even myself, I don't drink a whole lot. Yeah. I'm not a huge drinker for a few reasons. Um, I need to be in control of my ability. Yeah. I need to be in control of how I protect myself and shield and bubble and allow what comes in. I have to be on point with things. So we have a guest on this episode today. Uh, you might have heard uh, the meow of... <laughs> Abigail. Abigail. Abigail is real. This is not an electronic voice phenomenon. It's not an EVP. Spirit cat. I don't know. She's got two feet in the grave. She's older than dirt. So Yeah, she's beautiful though. Bless her. Um, so I think that's great. I think, um, you know, I, of course we talk about what we're going to talk about on the show <laughs> before we talk about it on the show. And we were talking about, you know, like, let's kind of give our first experiences. And while you were talking, it took me back cause you said party tricks and that took me back to when I was in college, if I was able to hold onto someone's hand um, and close my eyes, I would get images, mm. but I considered it a party trick. Yeah. And it was cause you know, when you're like, I don't know, in college, it's in college and Mormon and in the middle of Utah where everybody's Mormon, it's like, Oh my God, who am I going to marry? So <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. How many kids am I going to have? Right. Yeah. So it was interesting that that's, you know, I would, even with my focus and my, uh, oh, my focusing on that mm-hmm. because that was part of that was all consuming in life. Um, I would I would be able to do that, and I hadn't I hadn't thought about that until just now when you and I started talking about this. Um, so for me, God, that started happening way back then. But um, uh, I told you before we started recording that there's some there's some trauma stuff that not maybe not even trauma, but like that stuff I'm just starting to remember as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, that I asked my mom about today. So we'll see kind of how that plays into everything. Hopefully I'm not a basket case. Um, it's those cobwebs in the corner of the mind. Yeah. I do like spiders. And, um, so uh, I would say for me also that probably in the last couple of years since meeting you and we opened a store uh, in Utah called Blue Antler mm-hmm. and we, we uh, were both owners of that. Um, that's when I started allowing myself to have time to look into these things, which I already knew I had stuff. And even at that point for maybe seven years, I'd been walking with the runes before that. So I, I'd had all these spiritual experiences and whatnot, but I hadn't really, until you said it to me during a reading, like you could be doing this, like you should be doing this. This is what you're, you should be doing that. Um, I hadn't really ever... And really, honestly, the teacher that I had in um, before that would have not been okay with with using those terms. You know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yep. So it's like, well, but that's like the common term. Mm-hmm. So um, I will tell you that my first, uh, I remember there was a uh, client that walked into Blue Antler and... Uh, she came up to the register and we were just talking and uh, it was her mother who was there. And I said, at that point, I wasn't getting names. Um, but at that point, I said, she has a favorite flower because I smell it. 
and it's and I've never smelled that flower before, but I heard the the word mm-hmm. and I said it just as she said it. So that was probably like the first time I had confirmation of like really connecting to someone on the other side. Although I will say that uh, when I had my first reading with you uh, and you told me that uh, the whole situation with my grandma, which maybe we'll get into another episode. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned, um, which we will get into. Um, That's probably uh, besides that, that was probably my first time where I'm like, Oh shit. Like Mm -hmm. I, the information I'm getting is real yeah, and right. And I'm not just making it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of these days I'll have to tell you guys about my Florida experience. That was probably my big, huge, holy shit, I can do this moment. Wow. And it is it is one of those mm-hmm. things where, for me, it was, you just have to keep doing it. Yeah, you have to trust. You have to trust that what Acceptance. the name... I So I, had a, I did a reading for someone yesterday. So I was at uh, Rooted Space, which is in Eugene, Oregon, which is where we live. Mm-hmm. And I do readings there on Thursdays from 3 to 5. So that was my first time doing it. And so uh, the person I was reading was actually another reader that I know who was like, oh, hey, let's trade readings. So I'm like, great. Um, And this person came and uh, I connected with like his dad through feeling the heart attack. I'm like, who died of the heart attack? And he's like, okay. And he told me. But then we were getting ready to leave and I kept hearing like, this name and it was two names right in a row two names right in a row and uh it wasn't billy bob but we'll use billy bob mm-hmm. and he left and i i messaged him after i'm like who's this and he goes oh i hadn't thought about that my friend died today and his name was oh wow so that stuff you, we have to like keep Keep remembering that you can trust it. You do. I I say this all the time. I've done this a very long time, and I still have days I go home going, yeah, I I nailed that. I got this. And I still surprise myself because I'm still growing and learning, even though I've done this for a long time, and I teach it, and I mentor, and I do all these other things. But there's even those days that I guess it keeps us humble or keeps us in check, but there's still days that I'm like, I did, that was really great. I did something really cool today. And it, it keeps you in check. It keeps you. Yeah. It keeps you going. It, it absolutely does. And it's a high. The best way to put it. It's kind of like a little bit of a high. Um, I Yes. I absolutely agree with you there. Um, that, af- that affirmation or confirmation mm-hmm. is a better high than any drug I've ever tried. Absolutely. And I haven't even. Uh, I'm, I I'm haven't even. Don't ask me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like uh, pot and like alcohol. Yeah. That's it. Um, and, but that's like the best, like shot of adrenaline high that I've agreed ever had and I love it mm-hmm. um so uh as we continue with these episodes you will continue to get to know us a little better uh we'll probably do some weekly check-ins with where we're at on stuff and maybe we'll do a weekly question that talks about uh us a little bit more mm-hmm. like where we're from blah 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 so if you have anything you'd like to tell us or ask us you can do that by sending us a message through our facebook page or by emailing us at the psychic medium podcast at gmail.com and uh yeah so this is gonna be fun it is gonna be fun i'm actually excited for this now after you twisted my arm and bribed me with candy but I'm good now yeah we're gonna go eat candy we'll be right back
One of our fun segments in this show is Kelly's Clarity of the Week. Um, we were not drunk when we came up with that. We are so, so clever. Uh, yes. Uh, Kelly, what is your Clarity of the Week? So, probably the question that I get asked most in my readings and the work I do is, can I turn it off? How do I have a normal life? How do I go to dinner and can I turn it off? So, to answer that question... No, I can't turn it off. I can quiet it. I can do my best to, I can, I guess I should say I can quiet it about 80%. It's never 100% quiet. So even if we're out to dinner with a, as a family and I'm trying to focus on dinner and the conversations, it's like there's always an extra voice in my head. There's always, and no, not like I need a straight jacket. Like it doesn't, <laughs> people have to like, like, like you need like, help no not like that <laughs> like yeah it's always like there's a mumble in the back of my mind someone's trying to get my attention in a space or I'm picking up on someone's you know pain or traumas across the hall because they haven't you know they've got someone they've lost and they're standing there so you know there is moments that I have to stop and tell my family you know I need a few minutes and most of the time they understand sometimes it's like mom are you serious like can we just not have family dinner no sorry or if I'm in the grocery store and someone needs help, it's it's always there, but it's I can quiet it down. Like turning it, turning down the volume. Yeah. 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 I can't silence it all the way, but I can turn the volume down and at least for the most part live normally on my time off. And that's what I teach is to help people learn how to balance it and be, you know, function normally. It took me years to figure this out. So years. It's not it doesn't come overnight. No, no, no. At all. No, it doesn't. So this is why I teach. This is why I help other people find balance in it so they don't have nervous breakdowns and, and need the straight jacket. So, but if you have any further questions on anything about anything psychic medium or a personal question for myself or Ken, don't forget to email us or message us on Facebook. Okay, so not to compare myself to the big JC, and I don't mean Jose Cuervo, <laughs> um, I mean the big Jesus Christ. Uh, this name of this segment is WWKD, What Would Ken Do? All right, here's my question for you. How do you feel people react to you or judge you, even with the work you do, how do you feel people judge you based on your physical appearance? Because a lot of people will even ask me or say something like they're intimidated by you because of your face tattoos. So, uh, yes. Um, I think this is a really good topic to talk about what Ken would do. Uh, because it also talks a little bit about my process for mm -hmm. doing things. So my process for doing things is you do it and then you see what happens after. Same. Um, I don't like, I, I can't sit and think, although my, 
my rational mind always wants to try and um, figure things out before they happen. I'm always anticipating needs of mm -hmm. other people, especially. So, but with a lot of things in my spiritual path or, uh, yes, that's a good way to put it. I do it first and then kind of experience what the effects of it are. So sometimes I guess that's maybe reverse magic. But mm -hmm. um, so back to my face tattoos. Uh, I'm not sure always what they mean, um, especially the the red one that's over my eye. But uh, I did it and the magic happens. Now, do people cross the street and walk on the other side of the street when I'm walking at them? Yes. Um, they Facial tattoos are institutional. And if you do not know what institutional means, it means that I've been to prison. But I haven't. <laughs> I have not been to prison um, yet, but I'm only, I'm still young. So, uh, yes, that definitely influences people. Um, it uh, causes people to stop. Mm -hmm. Two kind of two interactions this week that I've had were uh, Kelly and I now work at, uh, work out of my other business is I, uh, I'm a hairstylist. So we both work out of excuse me, the charismatic spa and salon in Eugene. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the owner of that, her boyfriend, goes to the same gym that I go to. And he asked me, well, we didn't know that. We saw each other before at the gym, and then when we, when we moved into the space, um, I got to talk to him a little bit uh, and recognized him because he, he does have a sweet mullet. Um, he does have a sweet mullet. He has a sweet mullet, yeah. I and, got to see it today. And he's kind of pretty. I told him that the other day. I'm like, you're a pretty boy, so you should he is pretty. do like straight women's colors and stuff. So anyway, um, he said to me, he he uh, very nicely said, you know, I saw you at the gym. And you know how sometimes you just kind of wonder about people's life path when you see them? <laughs> and my first question was, you thought I was in prison. He goes, well, maybe. Um, so that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was at the gym and this guy, another guy walked up and asked if I was done with the machine. And I said, yes, I moved on to my next machine. I was working out and he comes up a few minutes later and he, he says to me, I don't, I don't mean to be rude. He goes, but your voice has such a gentleness to it that I did not expect that to come out of your mouth with the way that you look with your tattoos. It's true. Yeah. But you're very intimidated looking, but I think it's the fierceness is who you are, but you're, you're also very kind. I think it's a perfect balance for you. Yeah. Thank you. I had I someone... I resting bitch face. That's fine. No, you don't. <laughs> Ask my kids. Uh, I have angry eyes. Well, I think when we have children, they, they get the angry eyes oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, it's not like you have that all the time. You might have that all the time when you're around your kids. Well, Chris always tells me, please take off your angry eyes. You're scaring me. Well. But. But, well. Okay. Yeah. I'm so. Actually, I'm actually very sweet. Well, I yeah, you are. I know. That's why we're friends. It's true. Yeah. Um, so, if you guys, uh, I am not a licensed therapist. Let me start there. But if you have any <laughs> questions for me about, like, what would Ken do in certain situations or uh, psychic, I can answer uh, questions about 
what I would do as a psychic medium, what I would do uh, as a rune walker, what I would do, you know, in any of those empath, any of those things. Uh, send me your question uh, via our email or uh, our Facebook account, which you can find in the notes to this episode. We just want to thank you for joining us tonight on Psychic Medium, the podcast. Our inaugural episode. Boom. There's all this. Psychic confetti. Psychic confetti and streamers and everything. So much easier for me to clean up. Hell yes. Perfect. Well, if you'd like to know more about Ken and his work and his readings, you can find him on runewalker.com. And if you want to know more about Kelly, her classes, her readings, anything else like that, you can always visit her on thespiritualmessenger.com. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. We'll talk to you soon.